0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Lessons from King Saul. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready and hungry for your precious word. We choose to apply it to our lives to be a greater blessing to you, Father. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Lessons from King Saul. I want to talk today about a few key things that we can take away from Saul and his selection as king. Let's start today in 1 Samuel chapter 8 in the Amplified Bible. Israel demands a king. Verse 1, and it came about when Samuel was old that he appointed his sons as judges over Israel. Verse 3, his sons, however, did not walk in his ways, but turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes and perverted justice. For Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah 5 and said to him, Look, you have grown old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint for us a king to judge us and rule over us like all the other nations. Folks, there are a couple of important points we can learn from this passage so far. First, God's prophet Samuel had sons that did not serve God. We all have to choose to serve God individually. It doesn't matter if our parents serve Jesus or don't serve Jesus. We make an individual decision. Point number two is the people did not listen to God's prophet. They wanted to do their own thing. Sadly, that often happens still today where the people rebel against God's true pastors, and many people in rebellion become their own pastor. Just like in the next couple of verses, when they reject the man of God, they are really rejecting God himself. Six, but their demand displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge and rule over us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. Seven, The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Eight. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day that I brought them up from Egypt, even to this day, in that they have abandoned or rejected me and served other gods, so they are doing to you also. Nine. So now listen to their voice, only solemnly warn them and tell them the ways of the king who will reign over them. 10. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. 11. He said, There will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them to himself, to his chariots, and among his horsemen, and they will run before his chariots. In verses 12 through 17, Samuel tells all the things that will happen because they wanted a king instead of God. Verse 18, Then you will cry out on that day because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourself, but the Lord will not answer you on that day because you have rejected him as king. 19, Nevertheless, the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel, and they said, No, but there shall be a king over us. My friends, the greatest lesson from chapter 8 is we should not reject the pastor that God put into our lives to lead us. Because when we reject our pastor or even partially obey him, we are in essence rejecting God or partially obeying God, and we don't want to be that person. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 9 in the Amplified Bible, God's choice for king. 15, now a day before Saul came, the Lord had informed Samuel of this saying, 16, about this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin and you shall appoint him as leader over my people Israel and he will save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon the distress of my people because their cry for help is come to me. 17, when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, There is the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall rule over my people as their king. Folks, even though it wasn't God's perfect plan, God chose Saul to rule as king. 18, then Saul approached Samuel in the city gate and said, Please tell me where the seer's house is. Verse 19, Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go ahead of me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And in the morning, I will let you go and will tell you all that is on your mind. 20. As for your donkeys, which were lost three days ago, do not be concerned about them, for they have been found. And for whom are all things that are desirable in Israel? Are they not for you and for all your father's household or family? 21, Saul replied, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And is not my family the smallest of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then have you spoken this way to me as if I were very important? Folks, here is a key point. Saul started out humble, but then eventually changed and disobeyed God. This is another great lesson. And that is that we all have to choose each day to stay humble and serve God. We have to choose to walk in love each day and serve Jesus. Now, verse 27, as they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, tell the servant to go ahead of us so that he may pass by. But you stand still now so that I may proclaim the word of God to you. My friends, the last point I wanted to make about chapter 9 is that God's servant Samuel obeyed God, even though he may not have liked God's plan. So we should never, ever forget that God's ways are always the best, no matter how it looks in the natural. Now, First Samuel chapter 13 in the Amplified Bible, war with the Philistines, one Saul was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 42 years over Israel. Two, Saul chose for himself 3,000 men of Israel, of whom 2,000 were with him at Mishmash and in the hill country of Bethel, while 1,000 were with Jonathan at Gebeth of Benjamin. But he sent the rest of the people away, each one to his own tent." Three, Jonathan attacked and defeated the Philistine garrison which was at Geba, and the Philistines heard about it. Then Saul blew the trumpet throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. For all Israel heard that Saul had defeated the Philistine garrison, and also that Israel had become despicable to the Philistines, and the people were summoned to join Saul in Gilgal. Verse 5a, now the Philistines gathered to fight against Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and troops in multitude like sand on the seashore. Verse 8, now Saul waited seven days according to the appointed time which Samuel had set, but Samuel had not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering away from Saul. 9, so Saul said, bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings and he offered the burnt offering, which he was forbidden to do. Folks, so Saul disobeyed God in a major way. This is a great lesson for all of us. We can be used by God in small or big ways, but if we choose to disconnect from God and continue to do so, God will find someone else to obey him and move on with his plans. 10. As soon as he finished offering the burnt offering, Samuel finally came. Saul went out to meet and to welcome him. 11. But Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, Since I saw that the people were scattering away from me, and that you did not come within the appointed time, and that the Philistines were assembling in mishmash. Verse 13. Samuel said to Saul, You have acted foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For if you had obeyed, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. 14, but now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man, David, after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him as leader and ruler over his people, because you have not kept or obeyed what the Lord commanded you. My friend, Saul disobeyed God and was replaced by David, a man after God's heart. Let's choose to learn some lessons from King Saul's passages and be a better follower of God in these last of the last days. The number one thing is we all must refuse to be rebellious and instead obey God and his anointed ministers of the gospel. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your precious word. We choose to learn from your word, apply it to our lives, and be a better follower of you, Father. Thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147.